Yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to the Back to the Root podcast, the root. where we discuss urban culture. We challenge our generation with thought-provoking topics. And we stay rooted in truth to, to grow, grow our, our expression. expression. Welcome back, everybody. Mi familia, family. What's going on, everyone? You're here at Back to the Root with your boy, Brian and G. And Ben Vasquez. What's going on? Boom. We are back with another episode. You know, yeah. I feel like it, it, it's, a, it's a whole new, it's a new day. Do, 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 do. I'm, I'm going to stop. <laughs> I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop with all that. But it, it's great. You know, we just finished up our series um, actually on Desire, mm-hmm. which Ben and I felt was just a really deep series. If you haven't um, listened to that, this is your first time with us. Welcome. We welcome you into the family. And so go ahead and check out uh, those uh, episodes on Desire. If you don't, you'll be that kid at the cookout that sits by yep. himself. And you don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> With no barbecue. <laughs> Missing out. Mm, no barbecue. Come on, come on. You got that good mac and cheese over here. That This is where you want to be. Um, <clears throat> but if it, this is returning, if you guys are returning, uh, we welcome you guys back again. And we got a whole new series yeah. for you guys. So in these next couple episodes, we actually want to take people that are in full-time ministry, whether it be a pastor, a missionary, or any type of person who's in full-time ministry, and we want to basically have them tell their part of the story, because Ben and I were actually in full-time ministry for Mm -hmm. a while. Uh, Ben, longer than than I was, um, he was a a uh, full-time ministry in Asia for almost 10 years, I think it was, right, Ben? A decade. And so... uh, (laughs) Yeah. And so I was in there for only like two years. And so, but we really want to give a chance to people who are in full-time ministry to give their side of the story because people think that, oh, everyone is Superman. Everyone's perfect because they have to be in ministry. No, God's not calling for perfection. He's calling for Mm. obedience. And so we're looking for those people who are in full obedience to God. And so uh, we're going to be hosting different people. So our first guest, um, it's a real honor for us to have on the, on the podcast is my father, uh, pastor Jamie Gonzalez. He is um, a pastor of a church called a Livingstone Fellowship in PA, and um, he is the associate pastor, and he has um, been in full-time ministry for many, many years. And so, welcome, Pastor Jamie, a.k.a. my padre. <laughs> okay. Hi. <laughs> God bless all of you. And uh, I humble myself to be between those two young men, one of my, my son, Brian, uh, mm-hmm. and my new brother in Christ. Yeah. So I bless both of you to having me. And so we go from here. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And so, and so Pastor Jamie, we just want to um, start this off. If you could uh, tell a little bit about your testimony, uh, where you're from and things like that. Okay. Uh, I am from, from Ecuador, South America, a beautiful country. And uh, I, re- I really, I didn't know that the Lord is going to bring me to the United States I want to have my three beautiful, handsome boys. And the most important thing that the Lord was working with me since I was a baby without knowing that my life will change in the future. But I felt always something knocking on the door. I didn't know how to describe in that time, but I knew it was the Holy Spirit around me. So. Amen. Yeah. So, no, that's really good. Um, how long have you been in America? I've uh, been here like 42 years, married to my wife, Annabelle, Brian's mother, for 42 years. In a view roller coaster, up and down. But the best part is when me and my wife, we decide to follow Jesus Christ. Everything changed. 
because we got close to the Lord, like the triangle figure, and more than God, more our love from my wife and myself. Um, the, the, the most important thing, have that beautiful relation with the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's, it's so beautiful from a, a businessman that I was, the Lord knocked at the door in that time, 22 years ago. And it reminds me, the Bible, that beautiful book has so many beautiful things to meditate and to read. And one of the most uh, books that brought me to uh, my memory in, just in Genesis is Joseph. Joseph the dreamer. Because mm -hmm. I am Jamie the dreamer. Because my dream is not finished yet. Wow, that's good. So, go ahead. Yeah, no, that's really good. Um, so, yeah, I think that, um, so what basically, um, so you came, obviously, to America. Uh, where'd you come, first and foremost, and how did you end up in Pennsylvania? Okay, that is, uh, first of all, that we came here, like, 1979. And uh, really, no clue that I'm going to be a pastor one day. So the people that they hear us today, the Lord is using the people that they broken, <laughs> the people they have no clue about God to bring, to draw to him the way that he wants, because he has plans for us. So we came to the United mm -hmm. States, to Queens. I started working day and night, two or three jobs. Brian was not born yet. So working, but I always felt something that I was missing, but I didn't have no clue that was my relation with the Lord. So we, we moving after that, we moved, we moved to uh, Long Island. So we started a new plan in our life. And I always felt that I'm missing something. I, I was so happy with my wife. I was so happy with my children. I was so happy that I started moving and growing. I'm going to college and to learn the language and to have friends and living the American dream. But I never thought that it's going to be part of the kingdom of God. Never. I mean, wow. I want to be a good guy. I want to try to be the best husband with all my mistakes, the best father. But never I thought that I want to become a pastor. Until something happened, I guess, in 2006, when the Lord spoke to my wife driving back and forth in Lancaster, that, uh, that famous theater, uh, Sight and Sound, a Christian mm -hmm. theater. <laughs> And I was back and forth four times. And one day crossing um, the bridge, uh, my wife said, uh, the Lord spoke to me. We have to move. And I said, well, the Lord didn't speak to me. So I guess are you coming along? We were kidding around. Yeah. <laughs> but in that time, um, we went back and she said, Jamie, the Lord spoke to me. I think that PA is the right place. So I said, okay, let's do one thing because I like to go to the theater. So we went more time, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, like every week. And one day going back, the Lord say, okay, Jamie, it's time to stop fooling around. Wow. Mm. And um, remind me that in that time, I'm crying now because it's, mm. uh, the Holy Spirit is moving. Wow. I say, this is the time we come back. Um, Brian was like 10 years old or 12. Um, we come back to our oldest children. I say, we're packing, we're leaving, and 
went to the pastor in front of the church. I don't want anybody to call me. The Lord spoke to us. We're moving to PA. And everybody say, what? I mean, like, everybody say, what? And what? So I say, we're moving. So we sold, we packed, and we moved to uh, Pennsylvania 2005, 2006, and we started our new business that I was in mortgage and my wife in real estate 2007. So that is when we're here since that time. Yes. So what was the... Um what was the transition? Because I know you mentioned you keep saying business a lot, right? So God yeah. had you get in that world, obviously, to you know get finances and provide for your family. But what what changed in going from a business world to uh, pastoring a church? Well, <laughs> that is an excellent question because everybody mm-hmm. asks me that question. Yeah, they're two different uh, worlds. Two different, <laughs> totally different. That is day and night. Right. Yeah. Uh, we went, we came to PA, and we have a couple of pastors. I always been, I have a dream, like mm-hmm. Joseph. My dream is to get 100,000 men, uh, a million men walking in the street singing to the Lord. And wow. That is my dream. It's not finished. Just we start with 10,000 men. We did a conference in, in, in Allentown, PA. So wow. the, 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 the thing that the Lord is doing is, is fulfill my dreams that what he wants me to do with people. So we started doing business, and we, we bought a building, a house, and we did a mortgage that I was, a, I, I have a, a little uh, mortgage bank, and my wife was a real estate. So we started making a lot of money, and I say a lot of money, we started making $30,000 a month for, wow. for three or four years. So that was a lot of money, but we have a basement that I, I know that Brian remember in, the, in Hamilton Boulevard that we brought like a little Spanish church. So a couple of pastors came to pray and to preach, and I was so happy bringing together. And I shared with the people in Allentown, PA, my dream about 10,000 men. So a lot of pastors, they will come into my house, to my building house, and to, to see who is this guy. That is a businessman, and the same time he is speaking about to bring ten thousand men in unity. That is almost impossible because men is hard to get together. So one night, Brian was upstairs in the second floor. We have a dog. Her name was Angel. Me and my wife we working in this building that was two thousand seven, and 11, 11 p.m. at night we uh, we heard knock, somebody was knocking at the door. And at night in PA, uh, it's very dark in some areas. And my wife, she said, Jamie, who is that? I said, I don't know. I didn't have anything to protect me. My wife got uh, the, the escoba, the broom, to protect me when I opened the door. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Brian was upstairs sleeping, and Angel started going like, Ugh. so yeah, I, I, I opened the door, and I saw a gentleman, like I would say six feet, with very distinguished suit, black Afro-American man at the door. And I say, who are you? I mean, he intimidated me with sure. I mean, how tall he was. Right. So he said, I'm coming to give you a message from the Lord. Wow. Oh, my God. I say, oh, no. And my wife put the broom <laughs> down, and I start shaking. And sure. I look at this guy, six feet tall, mm-hmm. tell me that he have a message from the Lord. In that moment, the Lord touch totally deep in me, and I knew it was from the Lord. He said, I have plans for you 
that you're going to bring so many people together and you're going to be part of a political event for the next few years. And you're going to know so many political figures that you're going to bring them to Christ. Wow. And that night, my wife looking at me. I'm looking at her. Our angel dog was, oh, because <laughs> she didn't know this guy. And I say, you want to come in? No, that is my message, and I have to leave. So I, I, it's like I wake up, and I turn around, and I say, honey, let me, let, let me talk to him. I turn around, I went out, and nobody was there to find to Wow. Found. He just disappeared, huh? He disappeared. Wow. Wow. And that's powerful. And that goes to show that for anyone out there, I mean, I've, I've had experiences like that. I don't know if you had experiences like that, mm-hmm. Ben, when the Lord is so prominent to speak and you know without a doubt that it is God above everything else, it's, it's insane. I didn't even know that, honestly. That's the first time that I heard that story from my father. I had no idea that that went on. And so, um, so that's, that's actually really deep. Yeah. Just going I, would, to show. I would say, too, as he was sharing, I just especially with that experience he had, like there was an urgency in the call of God for God to let your father know, you know, he's called to ministry. And I would say yeah. that if the Lord brings an urgency to calling somebody, it means that he can trust you, right? That it's on his timing mm. that it wasn't just that your dad was called into ministry and, and able to, you know, put on these events and, and start pastoring church and stuff. It was God had an urgent uh, call for someone and he saw that your dad was ready to receive Amen. and his and that response. And so I think because we, you know, some people could get maybe even a little jealous or be like, well, I didn't have a miracle story or like an angel appear to me or whatever. And it's like, it's not that God is, you know, being partial to certain people. I think there's just sometimes a specific need, you know, I think Mm. your dad was called when he responded to move to PA. Right. And so it it, it aligned this, this pattern, you know, that set forth kind of all those different cool stories, you know, I'm sure he's got even more cool stories. And so I just, I don't know. I just felt to say that like that, if anyone's listening in that, they might have felt, oh, I might have avoided God's, you know, calling on my life or I wasn't listening. Like, hey, if God's going to really use you, he's going to make it urgent. And if he trusts you Amen. on his timing, he will make it so evident in your life. You know, like you you will yep. know, like you will know <laughs> that he's calling you. So that, that's awesome. That's so cool. That, but that, that, I'm sorry, let me do this part. Mm-hmm, sure. Because after that, he come the storms, because when I felt everything and we started working, our business started producing money, and I started giving tithes and offering on the church. But one thing that that the people that they listen to your program, Mm -hmm. you must be obedient and be like King David. Don't Mm -hmm. move if the Lord doesn't tell you to move. My My mistake was, as a human being, I felt so powerful that everything going fine. I started saying, I, I, mm. I. I didn't say the Lord, the Lord, the Lord. And we went from there, 2010 and 2011, and the marketplace crashed. I lost everything. And my life, but this is what I, I have to share with you, that he never forsake me or leave me alone. He was next mm. to me, see my mistake that I made. 
And he told me, don't do it. Don't do it. And I said, no, I'm capable to do it. I'm capable. I'm I. I am I. So one day we lost everything, mm. everything, all the house, all the money. And I started working as a maintenance guy for the city of Allentown, meaning cleaning toilets, mm -hmm. for being the president of the company to be a maintenance guy cleaning toilets. And that is when my wife started going up with the Lord again. That is when the Lord was waiting for me to, meet, for me to surrender, totally surrender, and be obedient what was my call. And yeah. now I understand what happened those times because he brought me down. Yeah. Down. I mean, down to clean toilets and to see my friends. When I came to PA, there was an executive president of the bank, and everybody now, they looking at me wow. with all respect, but they saw me. When they play golf, I was cleaning toilets before wow. I was playing golf right. with them. Mm -hmm. But I, I, in the beginning, I feel ashamed. But one time, one night, the Lord said, Jamie, I'm working with you. I'm working with you. Just be obedient. Don't make mistakes anymore. And my life started changing and changing and changing and changing and changing to the time that I lost everything. But now the relation with the Lord is that he has plans for me, like Joseph. I'm a dreamer. Mm -hmm. I'm 66, and my dream just started, like wow. yesterday. Wow. So. That's good. Amen. Amen. No, it's really good. And it goes to show that, and even for people who are feeling that, you know, I don't feel like I'm called. I don't feel like um, this can happen. I'm getting older. Like, like my father said, he's 66 years old and he's still, he's feeling that the Lord is, is using him now yeah, fresh, in a great yeah. and mighty way. It's fresh. It doesn't matter what age you're at. God will use whoever he wants to. So that should be encouragement to each person out there. If they haven't, if they're feeling like they haven't found their calling or anything like that, don't lose faith. Don't lose heart. The Lord will call and use whoever he wants because he's God. Above all things, it's his plan. It's not our plan. He'll use a person who's 100 years old. He'll use a, a little baby that's two to three years old, you know. And so God will use whoever he wants to um, in that. And so that, that, that's really good. Um, so talk about – let's talk about your transition into yeah. a full-time pastor. <laughs> yes. How did, how, how did that basically happen that uh, you being a Hispanic man um, go into uh, – become the associate pastor – of of a church out here in basically the states. Yeah, where there's not that many Spanish people. There's right? not that many. No, Spanish no. no. <laughs> uh, 2007 to 2011 was my transition. After that, I started working for the city of Allentown. After that, I become part of the police department. After that, one day we have a pastor from Africa mm -hmm. that came to our church for revival three days, and. I was ready to retire because I do, we do with mom, with, with my wife, do missions in Ecuador and different countries. So I have my plan, my agenda. Remember, when you belong to Christ, you have no plans, no agenda. You belong to his agenda. You have to understand that it's his. So this guy came, big dude, like tall, big hands, and he started praying for everybody. And suddenly I went to my knees and started crying like a baby. Wow. I see what happened with me. Yeah. So he put his hands in my head, covered my head. He said, don't do anything that you want to do because the Lord has bigger plans for you. 
and I'm being prophesied for six or seven prophets the last seven years and wow. ten years about my life, and everything is fulfilled every year. Wow. So I said, oh, no, and my wife next to me is looking at me like, don't, don't come with surprise. I don't want you to be any pastor, but no clue, pastor, <laughs> pastor title, no clue, no clue, nothing. So when he had my, his hands in my head, I felt another hand in my back. So I was like a sandwich, mm-hmm. one on top and one on back. And that voice in the back was so soft. He said, it's time for you to have that place that I want you to do. Mm. And I was like, ah, what? what, what? I, I was like, uh, I don't know how to express. And I turned around and was Pastor Jim Masico, the pastor that he's in charge right now. He was not her voice. was a soft voice. Yeah. And I knew that was Jesus telling me, it's time to do what I want you to do. I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I want to travel. I want to be evangelist. I want to preach in all the countries to bring the good news. Well, to yeah. make everything sure, they were looking for an associate pastor in that time. Wow. That was 2018. Mm-hmm. But the, the revival was 2017 in November. And everybody in church, I don't know how the Lord put in their heart, they knew that I should be the next associate pastor for the church. Everybody wow. knew after they, 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 the Lord blessed me with that. So I applied, yeah. and that's what happened. Well, I was going to say, so you're, you're saying that you, the church that you now pastor, you were attending it first, right? You're saying you were like yeah, a for part seven of that years. church. Wow. Yes, for and seven years. And then eventually years. they actually asked you to pastor. I was going to say, that's not common. You know, that's pretty unique. No. Yeah, it's unique. It's, it's unique that you like someone from the congregation ends up being yes. called to pastor the church, right? Usually they like find someone else from another network or right, like but no, but that's let me, crazy. Yeah. Let me let me interrupt you with that. This is a little piece that mm-hmm. is from God. Sure. I didn't I didn't never change the way that I started growing. Wow. I never changed the way that I was respectful. Uh, my, my temper sometimes come out in the flesh, and I correct myself, asking for forgiveness to the Lord. I will never curse. I, I, I never expect to be an associate pastor. That came from God because I want to travel. Brian knows my heart to go on mission trips every, every year. And yeah. So many countries, they're waiting for me. Yeah. And I say, I, I don't know. I, I ask the Lord when, and the Lord say, it's coming. It's coming. Wow. Amen. So yeah, good. no. It's really good. And it just goes to show it's God's timing and God, God appoints, you know what I'm saying? God, God appoints, God anoints, and God will place it, uh, you on the different platforms, even when you don't want to be, you know, a lot of times I find it uh, a thing where a lot of pa- people who are pastors, they don't, they didn't want to be pastors at first. <laughs> they want, they want sure. anywhere near being a pastor, but when God calls and it's God's calling on your life, it tends to be different. It tends to be you can see the Holy Spirit inside of it. Um, and so, no, that's really good. So, um, yeah. so as, as a final thought, you know, obviously we went through a transition a little bit here and there um, <clears throat> of everything that's happening. What's one thing you say as, as uh, someone being in full-time ministry as a pastor, what's one word of encouragement that you can give from the Lord uh, to everyone out there who's thinking about going into full-time ministry who is uh, praying about different stuff? What's one, what's one thing of encouragement you can give to them? But I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God, Psalm 31, 14. Mm. You have to trust the Lord because yeah. in time that me, 
I am unique, not because I, I want to be unique. The Lord made me unique because I'm a pastor of a church that everybody is German white. Mm. <laughs> and I have my accent preaching right. to them. And they love the way that Pastor Jamie bring the message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now the Lord is working the spirit to them. And I'm so happy to be part of them. But I know that I know that I know that the Lord has plans Amen. for me in the next few months. Amen. Wow. Amen. Awesome. Good. Trust in the Lord. So I think that could be a weekly challenge too, just to ask the Lord this week, uh, Lord, grow my trust and, you know, maybe write down, let's say like a list, maybe like five to 10 things that the Lord's challenge you to trust him more in. Um, because I think you start little, right? You start on the different little kind of challenges you might face with trust. And as that builds, it will definitely grow your intimacy with the Lord. And then if you can hear him clearly through the little things, you would definitely hear him clearly through your calling. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So, so yeah, guys, you heard it here first. Um, challenge of the week. I hope everyone is excited. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, Dad, Pastor Jamie, yeah. thank you so much for coming. Yeah, like thanks for being welcome. God and bless being you. Encouraging. So, guys, as always, we love you guys. Um, stay rooted and keep growing. Boom.